stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge. Weekdays 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. Commemorate the uh, 50th year, the 50th anniversary of legendary Canadian rock band April Wine. We get this remarkable story about a beloved guitar missing for some 40 years, over 40 years, to mysteriously and miraculously <laughs> turn up. It is, it is quite a story. I mean, it's also a story, I think, about, you know, the connection musicians have to their instruments. A 1962 Gibson Melody Maker, owned by April Wine frontman Miles Goodwin, part of some of those original hits from the band on their first two albums, thought destroyed in the 1972 car crash. Turns out the guitar is very much alive and well. Joining us on the line to talk more about it is the one and only Miles Goodwin. Miles, thanks so much for joining us here. Welcome to the program. Yeah, thank you. So this is quite a story, uh, and yeah, it's got a lot of attention right across the country. So this uh, Gibson Melody Maker, when when did you first come into possession of this guitar? I, I traded a guitar that I had for the for this guitar uh, in 1968 uh, when I was living in Cape Breton for a while and in a band called Eastgate Sanctuary. The car, guitar I traded was uh, a guitar that I had had uh, with me for a few years. I used it in a high school band and uh, and things like that. Uh, but when I decided to become a professional musician, I took that guitar and I joined the band Cape Breton, saw this Gibson, and I really wanted it because uh, Gibson is one of, those, uh, one of the iconic uh, guitar companies and a much better guitar than the one I had. So the fellow liked the look of mine, so we traded. And that's when I got it, 1968. So that was obviously the year before uh, April Wine was founded. So, that, I mean, that, that was a big part of those, those first couple albums. Then. Yeah, it, 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 it was uh, a part of, the, of the, the guitar sounds that you hear on, on April Wine Records uh, back then. Um, the first album certainly uh, it would be on it would be on each of the albums, but you know it wasn't long because April Wine was a guitar band uh, even before we came, we were three guitars with Brian Greenway in '77. It was Gary Moffat and I, and in the beginning David Henman on guitar, and so there was always a real strong guitar presence. Of course, we're a guitar band, but there was also as we went along we when we purchased new guitars and stuff. So. Uh, I would say by the time the second album came along, I probably had a couple of guitars, and by yeah. the third album, probably a little more than that. I've been a guitar collector all my life. I've had as many as about 100. I have about, I don't know right now, somewhere 50 to 60 guitars now. Uh, but the Melody Maker is my first real uh, real guitar, and I, uh, I was uh, pretty upset when that was uh, apparently... Uh, destroyed yeah. in a truck accident yeah in montreal so it's 1972 that's the year on record the album comes out uh and it's the same year that there's a, i guess it was a truck now, none of the band were in the truck but the truck was transporting some of the band's equipment well the, the, this is it we're, we're not even sure now exactly what year it was but it was around approximately in that period of time and uh 
I was told that the guitar was the, was destroyed in that in that truck accident, but in fact, at some point, it was stolen. So you, but you spent all those years thinking it had been destroyed. That totally, right? Yeah, totally. Yeah, because I had eyewitness. I had people there that it said I saw your guitar um, uh, when I was looking at the wreckage of, of of the equipment, the keyboard speakers, and and things like that. And and your guitar was uh, one of the things that I saw, and, and it was smashed. But it wasn't my guitar. My guitar was never in an accident. So it's it's a bit there's a bit of mystery around this. Obviously, yeah. you must have seen a different guitar. I mean, you know, I thought it was mine. So yeah, there's there's, there's a mystery of where it's been all these years, and you know, approximately forty years, it's floated around somewhere, unbeknownst to me. And uh, uh, and then on to, and then one day, Christmas Eve, I get a I get a phone call. Christmas afternoon, the day the, the day before Christmas in the afternoon, uh, the day before Christmas, a call saying I know where your guitar is. What was your reaction when you heard those words? Well, I, you know, I, I obviously thought he was wrong. He came right back with a picture, uh, uh, and this is on Facebook online. And I go, oh, my goodness, that is my guitar. My guitar is, is very uh, unique So because I customize it. As soon as I got the guitar over probably the next month, 12 months or so, I, I give it a whole new look. And sound, so I knew it as soon as I saw it. It has the Miles Goodwin name on the top of the uh, the neck on the belt cover. The pickguard is all a very special design inspired from the early Bowie period. That's on there, and other and other things. And uh, it, this, it's one of a kind, so I knew that this was the guitar. It was, in fact, if he's telling the truth, and this picture of the guitar was any time recent, then the guitar was alive and well, and in, on the West Coast in Victoria, BC. Of all places. So yeah. do you know how this individual came into possession of it? I do. I know I know where he bought it about approximately 15 minutes, 15 minutes, 15 years earlier. Uh, 15 years earlier, he bought it from a person that was dealing used guitars. That person turned me on to who he bought it from. And this fellow told me he where he got it from, uh, a shop in Nanaimo, uh, B.C. And I haven't called them yet. I've been too busy, but I'm going to call them this week and see on an off chance that they might remember something about this uh, guitar. All right, so you arranged then to, to buy it off this guy. I did. Uh, I mean, I obviously, I didn't have to. It was stolen goods. It just police goes to his door, and I, and I get it for free. But, you know, right. that yeah. wasn't the karma. The karma was, it's back in my life, uh, the guys, you know, the price is, is okay. I would have paid three times that, but you know, uh, it's okay. Uh, I can, I can live with this. And he was very nice about it. He, he, he put it in a box and got it up to me as soon as he could. And it arrived in beautiful condition. It was well packed. So, you know, that's what it is. I can live with that. Yeah. Must've been some nervous yeah. days, nervous days waiting for that to make its way to you. Well, it, it was very nerve wracking because the funny thing is, like, I, you know, I got, I was told about the guitar on the 24th of December, but I didn't get it to the 31st. I had to wait at the 31st because he decided to ship it in a manner that took days instead of an overnight express by uh, by FedEx or Air Canada, for example, cargo. So, and I was going, oh, really? Oh, really? I have to wait till then? And actually, I was told to uh, January 2nd, but it arrived on the 31st of December. So, yeah, that, that waiting period of several days was, was nerve-wracking. I, I lost some sleep. <laughs> yeah, I'll bet. So once yeah. you had it... Once you opened it up, held it in your hands once again, what, what was the first thing you did? I just looked at, well, the first thing I noticed how, how small and light it was. It's it, it just smaller than the guitars I've been using since then. And it's a regular size melody maker. It's not a three-quarter model or anything. It's a full size, but 
uh, it, it's, it felt small in my hands and uh, it felt very, very comfortable. I just looked it up and down every little, you know, from the top slowly all the way down. Uh, the next thing I did when that looked excellent, I, I plugged it in in a small amplifier. Everything worked perfectly. The volumes, the tones, the toggles, everything worked perfectly. The neck was straight. This guitar was ready to go on stage right there and there. So I was very, very lucky. The only wear on that guitar is what I put on it years before. So it wasn't played. Are you going to perform with it, or are you going to lock it up somewhere? I'm going to record with it. I'm in the middle of recording uh, Friends of the Blues, too. I'm going to be uh, about halfway, or maybe a little better, and I'm going to be using that only on on finishing up Friends of the Blues, too. Um, Friends of the Blues, too, I don't know if you know or your listeners know it, but that's a record I released at the beginning of last year, uh, in April of last year, rather, uh, 10 months ago. Um, and uh, it's called Miles Goodwin, Friends of the Blues. As a matter of fact, I just got a report today uh, in the last week. So the album's doing very, very well. It's number uh, 13 in the top uh, top 50 on the blues charts in Canada, and it's number 28 in the state's top 100. It's a hit everywhere, you know. I mean, I did interviews everywhere for Ethiopia, even Australia, all over the states, everything. Okay. So I'm doing the I'm doing the follow up, which is Friends of the Blues too. And this guitar will be the only guitar I use as I finish this record. So it'll be, awesome. it's its first record that is played on in a very very long time. It was kept probably in the dark a lot under a bed or in a closet. The last 15 years, it was on a guitar stand in, in this person's house as a conversation piece. Uh, so it deserves to be played, and it's in a shell. <laughs> it will uh, be played. I get a text here from. From Brock is his name, and I think you have some mutual friends. He says, tell Miles, no one has tried to steal my 1956 Hammond B3. He'll get the joke. Yeah, he would have to have a crew, yeah, some kind of crane or something to get that out, yeah. Okay. That's, a, that's a big piece of gear. <laughs> it is. So, as you say, you're, you're busy, uh, you know, doing doing a lot. Obviously, this year is the 50th anniversary, the founding of the band. I know April yeah. Line is performing some shows this year. What, what do you guys have planned for this year? Well, we, we do about 30 shows a year uh, between uh, in North America. We're starting off, but we don't work in the winter normally, although we have a show in about 10, 12 days. We have a couple of sold-out shows in Las Vegas and a really nice uh, rock venue down there. So I'm looking forward to that. I love going to Vegas. That's always fun. Uh, and then we just tour during the summer. But I, I tour with April 1. We do about 30 shows. Uh, I could do a, twice that number but I, I like to do other things too I, you know my blues band uh i'll be performing on, on toronto on february 1st and then i've got a trio called miles goodwin just between you and me it's all acoustic conversation and, and music and it features jim henman another original member of april wine and a fellow named bruce dixon so between those three, three groups I'm, I'm kept pretty busy in the winter i tend to record yeah. Well, Miles, yeah. milesgoodwin.com. That's Miles with a Y, Goodwin with a Y, milesgoodwin.com or at yeah. aprilwine.ca. Congrats yeah. on the continued success. Congrats on the anniversary and congrats on getting your beloved guitar back. Yeah, well, thank you very much. A, new, a happy new year to you and all your listeners. Thanks so much for joining us here today, Miles. Really appreciate it. Okay, we'll, we'll see you when we come out west next time. I hope so. hope so. Cheers. Take care, okay, Miles. Yeah. All the best. There you go. The one and only Miles Goodwin, uh, vocalist, guitarist, frontman for the rock band April Wine, but uh, obviously doing a lot of other projects as well. And as he says now, he's going he's gonna to record. He's going to use that guitar, get in the studio with it. Right? And look, I mean, I'm not a musician. I can't really fully understand and appreciate that connection, what that must mean to him. But it's such a remarkable story. 
Right here it is, 1972. We said, yeah, you know, this truck crashed. A bunch of the band stuff is destroyed. We had to throw the guitar out. And then on Christmas Eve, 44 years later, or 46 years later, someone reaches out to him and says, I think I have your guitar. Isn't that crazy? Now he's got it back. 974-8255 is our number. 974-TALK. We are back with more right after this. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.